Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. I'm Srini Rao, and this is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast, where you get a window into the stories and insights of the most innovative and creative minds who've started movements, built thriving businesses, written best-selling books, and created insanely interesting art. For more, check out our 500-episode archive at unmistakablecreative.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. All right, everybody, this is our final episode for 2015. Uh, Hopefully you have some awesome New Year's Eve plans for the evening. Uh, We wanted to finish up uh, by stealing a page from Tim Ferriss's playbook and share some of our favorite lessons and insights, uh, you know, that we've learned from podcast guests in 2015. And I happen to be here also with somebody whose voice you may have heard uh, early on, Brian Cohn, who's my business partner and CEO. Brian, what's going on? Hey, happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to you! I can't wait to be uh, having drinks with you uh, on New Year's Eve. Yep, certainly. So, and throughout 2016, right? Yeah, throughout a lot to celebrate. There will be lots to celebrate, uh, like a book coming out and a bunch of other things. So, if you're not on the email list yet, uh, definitely get on because we'll we'll start talking quite a bit about you know the book and everything else that we're working on uh, on the email list. Uh, if you just go to unmistakablecreative.com/newsletter, you can sign up and lots of goodies and giveaways too that will be uh, available for newsletter subscribers. So, let's get right into this. Uh, you know, there's so many people that we we've talked to this year and they've all shared so many profound and beautiful insights, but some of them really stood out and uh, made an impact on both of us. And of course, I think it's almost fitting that we're going to start uh, with an insight from Greg Hartle, who played an incredibly formative experience in the development of Unmistakable Creative. In fact, the name Unmistakable mm-hmm. Creative, as, as many of you know, was his idea. Um, and this one really kind of struck, struck me. He said, you know, the problems don't go away. What changes is your capacity to handle them. And as you know, I have grown and evolved as a creator, as an artist, as an entrepreneur, I've realized how true that is. Uh, you know, I, I've realized that the magnitude of the problems changes. It, they've never gone away. And I, you know, I think, Brian, you're finding that to be true as well. <laughs> yeah, and there's definitely a difference between low-quality problems and high-quality problems. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, thankfully, we've been dealing with a lot more of the high-quality problems lately. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're always, there's really always something to have to figure out. And you, you basically never get to hang up your, you know, putting out the fire shoes. You've always got to be on point and ready to, to take something. And if, if the storm is calm long enough, uh, there's probably going to be some sort of a wave or something else coming soon. That's one of the things that we've learned. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And, and, and that's the, you know, one of those things I think that you, you learn through experience. And each time you overcome one problem, um, you actually end up being able to take on bigger ones. And of course, the bigger the problems you can handle, the bigger the projects, the bigger uh, the kinds of things that you can do. Like, for example, Elon Musk wants to put life on Mars. That's a problem that's a little bit out of my you know, zone of genius to solve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, in addition to the, the, the problems change, 
the capacity changes as well, like what you said and what Greg said. And really, I mean, I know you, Serena, I've watched you grow and change so much in the last couple of years. And the things that used to bother you, upset you are just nothing. So I've, I've really been, it's been fun watching your capacity change. Well, and I, mean, I, I haven't seen you really get flustered by a problem in a very long time. So that's been <laughs> awesome. Uh, you haven't been around my house very long. <laughs> All right. So Bob Goff, uh, you know, made me realize something that I, this really kind of stood out to me, especially when we ran his interview at the best of, he said, you know, that loving people involves a lot less words of correction and a lot more words of compassion. And it, that's such a, a an easy thing to hear and to say and to write, but to really put it into practice, uh, I think, is something that could fundamentally change your life. I mean, how often do you get into a situation where you're with somebody like your significant other, or a parent, or whoever it might be, and so much of what we're doing with them is words of correction as opposed to words of compassion? Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting that so often we think, Wow, I really, you get around somebody and, you know, they're a little bit off and you want to correct them or give them some coaching. And really, if you, if they get what they need as far as love and affirmation, how much those limiting beliefs and those, you know, behaviors that were, you know, driving you crazy or whatever can just start to dissipate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's definitely, it's been challenging for, I think, me to look at that say, okay, if, if I want to be frustrated with somebody, how can I actually show them love? Mm -hmm. And that's a really strong value that I'd like to continue to grow in the unmistakable culture. Uh, but it, it's challenging for everybody. I think it is. I mean, I, you know, I, I went to my therapist and he said, you know, you have to learn to see people for who they are as opposed to who you want them to be. And that will make them much easier to get along with. And I, I, I thought that was such a profound way of looking at it. So true. Um, yeah. I remember you shared that with me before and it, that I keep thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, so Tina Selig, who also was in our uh, Best of 2015 series, who happens to be a, a linchpin in the educational system and uh, somebody who does really amazing work at Stanford uh, in entrepreneurship and, and leadership development and education. I, I really love this and I um, you know, would highly recommend uh, her books. There's you know, uh, What I Should Have Known or What I Wish I Had Known When I Was, I was 20 as well as Inside Out and, uh, and some other great books. But I love this line from our conversation with her is that most rules are just recommendations. And I think that, you know, that has really been uh, a central part of our own ethos at Unmistakable, right? <laughs> like we look at yeah. what everybody in the online world is doing and, and we're kind of like, yeah, that's a recommendation, but that doesn't mean we should do it. And it's this delicate balance of art and science, you know, and that's where, you know, our, 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 our partner Derek comes in uh, with the science when, you know, we want to make something beautiful and, op- you know, crazy. And he's like, okay, well, how is this going to convert or optimize? So we're constantly, you know, fighting this delicate balance. It's, it's been really interesting. Yeah. I mean, what else, Serena? I know that you have been kind of a rule breaker and and done things your own way for a long time. What are some of the, I guess, biggest things, biggest rules that you feel like you've broken that have led to some of the recent success? So do you feel like you broke any rules that led to your book deal that were kind of counter, you know, cultural for the writing community or anything like that? Well, I mean, I wish I could give some sort of tactical takeaway for this, but uh, this is probably one of the, the most useful things I could offer is that I gave up the goal of getting a book deal a long time ago. Uh, you know, I, I just, I honestly felt like it was never going to happen. Uh, and I just thought, okay, to hell with it. And that's actually why I ended up self-publishing uh, so many books because I, I just was like, nobody's coming. Uh, and the other thing is I, I can't write in a linear fashion, so I couldn't ever figure out how to put together a book proposal. So how did you? Um, that's a whole other story. <laughs> cool. I just thought somebody might benefit from yeah. that. Well, I, I have a really awesome literary agent. Let's just say that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. As far as rules, just being recommendations, I mean, that's been a value I think that has drawn us both together and not only in the creative community, but 
it's in the surf community and it's, it's something that I think most of our listeners value and the, the creative and entrepreneurial world. I mean, that they look at everything differently and that the rules and the framework that has currently made reality can be shifted and changed and, and it should be. So you said that in the surf community, most rules are recommendations. That's not true. <laughs> you should not uh, drop in on people despite the fact that you think you should. Yeah, yeah, that typically doesn't end very well. Yeah, even though that, that happened the first time we met. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been waiting there all day for that wave. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the, the most talked about episodes this year, and if you haven't heard it, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. I mean, it was the first in the best of series is the episode with Jim Bunch. Uh, and there's a question that he posed that I think is, is really worth considering as you uh, start to think about the next year of your life. And that's, you know, what if you said no to everything that wasn't on track with your bigger purpose? And, and that's a really broad question that could mean any number of things. Uh, but I think that, you know, when you have some clarity on what that bigger purpose is, it basically becomes a filtering mechanism for how you make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even understanding what your purpose is, is a whole other can of worms, uh, I know that this has resonated a lot with me and I've made some shifts and changes that haven't been extremely popular among some of my friends here locally because I've been focused on, you know, three key things this year and I've had to say no to, you know, a number of things because I really believe in what Jim has shared and it's actually helped me propel and get closer to my purpose and actually succeed in the ways that I want to. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely comes at a cost. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, actually turned down numerous opportunities to be on on podcast interviews uh, as well as participate in telesummits. I mean, anything that uh, just, you know, my my bigger purpose for the bulk of this year was writing a book. So anytime I I saw that something wouldn't, uh, you know, help me get closer to that goal, I I had to say no to a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Thankfully you did. Um, well, obviously, you know, Tim Ferriss dished a lot of nuggets. If you haven't seen the animated short on soul pancake, uh, he really kind of did a beautiful job wrapping up there. Uh, you can, you know, find out more about that one at youtube.com slash soul pancake. And we'll link it up in the show notes to this as well. But there's something that he said, you know, about wealth and money, which really kind of uh, has been, uh, something that I finally have sort of really gotten my head around. And that's that if you don't appreciate what you have now, you'll never appreciate what you get later. And, and that's something I think that's really, really hard in the world that we live in because we're also type A and achievement oriented and everybody's putting up their latest accolade on Facebook or, you know, doing something amazing. Mm And, uh, you know, and and it can, it can actually get really hard to appreciate what you've accomplished and what you've done. Yeah. And it's not only appreciating what, what you've already accomplished, but it's celebrating every little win that you do every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I learned, I I came from a a culture in a, you know, maybe even a family of, of achievers and, from West Michigan, actually, specifically. And there's a lot of just work ethic there. And there's not a lot of celebration of victories. And I learned from a mentor out here that to truly anchor that that success, you need to celebrate it. And to actually adopt a lifestyle of celebrating wins, it actually, it, it's an adjustment. And it, def, it creates new momentum to continue to fuel you into future wins and help prevent burnout. So that's something that I know we've done here at Unmistakable. And, and it's been really awesome. Yeah, um, we're actually using a service called I Done This, uh, which we just started using. So check it out; it's it's really cool. Um, it allows you to basically track all your small wins on a daily basis, and, and you know, basically, re- you just send a reply via email, and it lists all the things that you've done. Uh, because it, it turns out visible progress is actually one of the greatest ways to create momentum. And we'll, we'll probably, you know, do some other stuff around momentum later on, but, uh, yeah, I, definitely check it out. I mean, we've, we've mentioned some stuff on the newsletter and we even share a lot of our written stuff on the newsletter as well. So one more reason to sign up. I'll share one more thing about wins. And that is, 
I find that a lot of people are kind of nervous or they're afraid to boast and really share their wins. Mm -hmm. And there's an authentic way to do it without being braggy, especially if you're a part of a team or if you're, you know, someone who's in a a corporate job that wants to get noticed. And, you know, it's, you're, you're not doing anyone a service by flying under the radar and just trying to do awesome work and get noticed. Mm -hmm. You actually do a better service to the world by reminding people of the wins. You're helping them feel better. You're giving them talking points for their management or other people on the team or their customers. And, and sharing wins is such an important concept to success. I mean, the most successful people I know, every time I hang out with them, they're sharing with me the latest wins. And yet mm. the people who are unsuccessful, even if they had something great happening in their life, they're not going to share it. So, you know, getting that habit is so important to continue momentum and also to, you know, help people identify you as a winner. And that might sound a little bit cheesy or self-helpy, but it's been a super powerful concept that has really transformed my life. Awesome. Um, All right. So for any of you who have been wondering about how in the hell you cultivate a meditation habit, I think I finally have an answer. Uh, (laughs) You know, Susan Piver, who who had this just wonderful conversation with us about the, the soulful exploration of inner wisdom, uh, had mentioned that you come to a meditation practice without an agenda and, uh, you know, forever I thought that the whole point of a meditation practice was to get to a place where your mind is free of thoughts and you're like enlightened and like a Zen Buddhist on ecstasy, which it turns out is not true. Although a Zen Buddhist on ecstasy, that would be a really interesting (laughs) visual. Or maybe Uh, it would be the same exact. Yeah, they could be exactly (laughs) the same. Uh, But, you know, she she said, you know, two things in that conversation. One, you do it without an agenda and that meditation is not a life hack. And that that and when Greg Hartle said that human beings are the only capacity to pause between stimulus and response and that meditation was the key to cultivating that, um, I finally have gotten into the habit. Uh, I just sit for 10 That's minutes awesome. and I expect nothing. Um, I don't expect to come out enlightened. I don't expect to come out you know, more calm. All I expect to do is sit. And I, I realize the point of the practice is the practice. Uh, I, I'm curious. I mean, I, I don't know what you'd have to say about it, Brian. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. So that really rocked my world when Susan shared that because... I'm one of those people who everything I do is kind of a uh, means to an end and <laughs> <laughs> meditation seemed to have been, okay, here's another box that I can check to get myself to another level. Yeah. And all of a sudden when she shared that, that, you know, meditation isn't about any particular outcome. Yeah. And when you detach from, you know, needing it to do something for you or having a goal with your meditation, I mean, now, now that I, I've learned this, it seems kind of, uh, comical even to, to say, you know, my goal is to meditate and to get this, <laughs> to get this out of it. Uh, but it really, you know, it, it's, it's liberating. And anytime you can get more liberation in your life, it's fantastic. And, and even just knowing how to detach and say, you know, I'm going to meditate for 30 seconds. If my mind is racing the whole time, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do this. And, and even that will have a massive benefit on anyone's life who's willing to try it. Yeah. And there, there's a few apps that are really good for this. There's uh, Calm, which is, is what I use every day, and another one called Headspace. You know, Tim Ferriss has mentioned these on his podcast as well. Uh, so definitely, you know, th- those things are worth checking out. Uh, you know, and then, of course, you know, scheduling time on your calendar for it. Uh, you know, I think <clears throat> 10 minutes is, is something that anybody can do. And I will say this, it has made a profound difference in my life, especially when I've stopped trying to expect it to make a profound difference in my life. That's, that's sort of the odd paradox of it. Yeah. That came up twice today, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, Patty Dye, uh, had a really, really uh, beautiful conversation with us about honoring the intentions of our legacy. And we talked a little bit about loss in that conversation. Um, and she said something that I I thought was really interesting is that, you know, we have to honor our losses, you know, honor what was embrace what is and and what could be. Um, Mm -hmm. she has a beautiful book called the geography of loss, uh, which I, you know, she happened to send me in the mail, but I, if you're interested, you know, definitely buy it on Amazon. It's just beautifully illustrated. The design of the book is impeccable. Uh, but I think the, the thing that really stood out to me in that conversation was that, you know, when we experience a loss, whether it's, you know, the dissolution of a partnership, the dissolution of a relationship, um, you know, the ending of a friendship, our, our sort of natural tendency, uh, and I, you know, 
forget natural tendency, I'm speaking from experience, is to absolutely denigrate that person and to say the most horrible things about them. Mm. And, and, and to think the most horrible things about them. And she said, you know, that's not really helpful. And yeah. this is easier said than done. Um, I'm no expert at this, uh, but it, it, it's definitely food for thought. Uh, in my mind. And it made me really rethink kind of, you know, how we deal with, with these really painful losses and the people who are hurt us. Yeah. What can be really tricky with going through a difficult situation, whether it's a death of a loved one or a breakup or a fallout or something like that is it's so easy to have that super negative charged emotion mm-hmm. overtake the positive memories. And that's just not a great way to live life is to allow, you know, because what will essentially happen is we're cutting out all the good. And mm-hmm. there's so many positive memories and wins that can be shared and can still be cherished for life. And I think it takes maturity and maybe even some distance of time before you can do that. And I know for me, you know, anyone who's been in business long enough or just probably been in life long enough has had some some you know nasty fallouts because you know human beings just have uh, a tendency to do that to each other unfortunately and you know later it's it's cool that you can start to celebrate those wins and still think wow like those were some good times and mm-hmm. i think to balance that out is really important because if we just leave that negative charge and and, ha- and have that door be closed we're, we're just missing out on so much good yeah well, you know, it's so funny because, uh, I mean, even you've reminded me at, at times of like, you know, despite some incredibly painful times and things that I, I thought were devastating, like a lot of those were the catalyst for us finally working together. And, and, you know, I look at that and think, okay, so how often in our lives do we end up with things, um, that seem horrible in the moment, but are ultimately, you know, the catalyst for good things. And, you know, I, this is a question worth asking yourself if you've gone through some sort of painful experience, what, you know, wonderful thing that's in your life right now wouldn't be there uh, if the horrible thing hadn't happened. Yeah. So, uh, well, that makes a perfect setup to talk about this, this other insight from Jennifer Boykin, which, you know, kind of is similar. I, I think, it, you know, she had a different way of phrasing this, but it's, it's worth noting. And, and if you haven't listened to her best of episode, I mean, it's been really raved about and, and Jennifer is phenomenal. Uh, you know, I, I love what she said. You know, she said you can either get bitter or better. Uh, and if you get bitter, your life becomes a series of smaller and smaller concentric circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and you know, when you when the shit hits the fan, that's a choice that we always have. And, you know, maybe you'll get bitter at first. But, you know, every time you choose better, I think your life becomes uh, a bigger and bigger set of concentric circles, if that makes any sense. As a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty deep for you. That's awesome. Well, considering I'm an Indian person who sucks at math, we were talking about <laughs> geometry. So not the best example, probably. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, to me, when I, when I look at that statement and think about it, better or better when shit hits the fan. I mean, there's, there's a number of different contexts that, that shit can hit the fan, of course. And how you... How you handle it to me, if you get bitter or better, it's ultimately, have you chosen to be a victim or not? Mm. Or are you choosing to take some sort of responsibility or learn something positive from it? And that's super not easy, depending on what the situation actually was. But I know it's really easy. I think it's maybe even a human tendency. I'm not sure to to feel like a victim when something didn't go according to plan or somebody didn't tell you, so you know, whatever. And I think it's really important to constantly look at that situation and say, okay, what part did I play in this? And how can I make sure that either this doesn't happen again or I turn it around or I, you know, I think it it really has to do with the the victim versus the victor. And there's always an opportunity to to turn something around or be a victor. There there really is. Hmm. 
So this is one that uh, came from David Heinemeyer Hansen, uh, you know, who founded Basecamp and as well as Ruby on Rails. And there's a couple of posts on Medium of his that are really worth reading. Uh, one is called Reconsider, which is all about whether you should build a unicorn startup or not. Uh, and another one is about the day he became a millionaire. Uh, both really, really just provocative pieces that make you really think. Uh, but you know, he said that success meant to define your own parameters for happiness and it's so easy to let somebody else define those parameters in the world we live in, right? Yeah. You know, like you might see what somebody's life looks like on Facebook or Instagram and think, okay, that's my definition of success when it's really not. It's the definition of success that has made it into your newsfeed. And, you know, I, to me, the, the paradox of nonconformity is how many people are conforming to it. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's true, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of ironic. So it's really worth thinking about, you know, how do you really define success? Not based on what some, you know, guest on our podcast said, not based on what your parents say, not based on what society says, not based on what some inspiring video says, uh, but really, I mean, how you define it. Uh, and what does it really mean? I mean, there, there's one thing I think if you haven't done that's really worth doing is to sit down and, and to write out literally from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep what a perfect day in your life would look like. And I think you might be surprised. Yeah, defining your own parameters for happiness, I think, is a fantastic concept. And it can probably even be expanded upon to defining your own parameters for what a great relationship looks like or your own parameters. I know we've talked about this before, but for what validation looks like to you. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of us we can walk through life and we try to get validation from every single person. And really, if you that that's ultimately a recipe for disaster and for, um, you know, discipline. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bad situation. Mm-hmm. But if you design, I want to get validation from these five people because they really know me. They know, they know my vision. They may or not be, they may or may not be your family or closest friends, who knows. But when you design your own experience, what happiness means to you, who should be validating you, where you get that from, what relationships look like. I think it's so important to take ownership of that and you might find that happiness is either way closer than you could have ever even imagined or or maybe you've got some work to do but i think operating on our own definition is definitely you know it's the key to, key to happiness of course yeah. i mean otherwise we're we're pursuing this this vague um idea I, I saw a neuroscientist recently give a talk and he said he went around asking people if if they'd rather have money or happiness and a lot of people raised their hand for happiness and his name's Dr. Uh, Mark Waldman, if anyone wants to look him up. And he proved by saying, asking people what their definition of happiness was, um, that most people actually, there's a, they have a clearer picture of money. So most people actually change their mindset, rather have money. And it's a very common, um, it's a very common thing out there to have people not understand what success is. So yeah, if, if you can identify that for 2016, that would be a huge takeaway. And we have lots of amazing content to help you do that coming um, right after after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to share one last bonus uh, that Brian actually kind of turned me on to, which I'd, I'd never quite heard before. Uh, I was really, really angry about something. And uh, he turned to me. We were driving a car. He said, how long do you need to be angry about this? And I was like, what? And he said, it's okay that you're angry. But he said, we've got to put a time limit on it. And I'd never heard anybody <laughs> tell me you know, to put a time limit on my resentment and anger. Uh, but it was, it was a very eyeopening moment. And I, so I'll, I'll let you explain, you know, how powerful that is and why you, why you said it. Sure. Well, first of all, I'll share that I am a recovering emotion suppressor. So I've really been exploring the world of actually being able to share my emotions for, uh, you know, maybe only a couple of years or maybe even about a year. I'm not sure. And 
embracing emotion. You know, I, I've learned that emotions are actually the super fuel of life and of success. And if you really want to tap into the best of your abilities, levering, leveraging your emotions versus your logic is going to be the the quickest way to to success. And most of us, you know, especially in the self help. You know, community, which I know I'm a part of. I'm not sure how many listeners are. I could imagine there's a lot of them in there. But you know, we have a tendency to reject our emotions. And where the anger came from is that, you know, anger, in my opinion, is there to produce change. And when you feel the feeling of anger, it, it actually drives action, which anger is a really positive thing. Um, but we can start to fester on it. And giving yourself the ability to feel is one of the most powerful gifts that you can do. And it, and it and it can, it can change your life. The ability to feel is so important. I know some people probably think, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I, I feel everything all, all day. But I think there's a lot of people, and we've been trained from Western culture or personal development or whatever, that you know these negative emotions are bad. And they're actually not. If, if you don't experience the negative emotions, you're missing out on a ton of lessons that those emotions are there to teach you. And if you're concerned about it, having those things carry on and on. Well, give yourself a time limit and say, you know what, I'm going to allow myself, I'm going to give myself that self-love and care to have two days of being angry. And what you might find is that you actually don't need two days. You might have really only needed about an hour. But giving yourself that space is so important. And it's, it's, a, it's a huge value of mine to be more open emotionally with myself and with other people. And the more I, 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 I do that, the more I, energy I have, the more um, intuitive I become, the more you know innovation comes from that. And just ultimately, the happier I become, the more I'm able to express and allow others to express their emotions and not to reject them. Well, I think that makes uh, a phenomenal way to, to wrap up 2015. Uh, just, you know, we want to say to everybody who's listened, who has supported the show, who's shared our episodes, who's told other people about us, uh, you know, some of you have been here for years, some of you just this year, some of you maybe even a couple of, of days or even weeks. And, uh, you know, I just want to say how grateful we are for having such a supportive community. Uh, you know, everything we do is, is made possible by the fact that, you know, you guys listen, you guys download the shows, you share it with people and, and you tell other people like uh, you've, innate, you've given us the gift of being able to keep doing this work. And, uh, you know, we're, we're forever grateful for that. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Thanks for listening and happy new year, everybody. If you like what you heard, the greatest compliment you could give us is to share the show with a friend and let people know what you think by leaving a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening to The Unmistakable Creative. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.